Sabrosura Hello everyone, this is Pam de Café con Pam, the bilingual podcast that features fearless Latinx and people of color that break barriers, change lives, and make this world a better place. Welcome to episode 113th of Café con Pam. Today, we have a conversation with Beto Perez. Beto Perez was born in Tijuana, Mexico and raised in South San Diego. His passion for music started at a young age when his cousins gave him vinyl records to play. This led him to a career as a DJ. Beto brings over 13 years of experience in radio. He's worked as a producer, an on-air DJ for both Spanish and English markets, and has done some voiceover work. When Beto's not behind the microphone or DJing, you can find him eating and most likely his favorite food, barbecue. He enjoys outdoor live concerts, any outdoor activities, watching plays, fixing up old cars, video games, reptiles, water sports, and he is a huge sports fan. Listeners, this one is one of the funnest episodes I have done. Fun because I laughed so much. But it was just super funny and, and I don't know, he makes me laugh. <laughs> he is quite the character and I really think you will laugh with me on this one. With both of us, we both laughed. Now, for my moms that listen in the car with the little ones, there are some not-so-kid-friendly words on this episode. So if you have sensitive ears around, maybe this one... One is one that you would have to listen with headphones. During our conversation, we learned how Beto made his way into radio and how he worked as a middle school teacher without a teaching degree. We talk about a lot of things, a lot of things in this episode. And one thing that really stands out with Beto's story is his persistence. This is why this episode is called Cuando se quiere, se puede. I really think you will leave inspired to really take action on what you've been thinking about doing for a while. And of course, this is after you laugh with us because really this episode is super fun. Lastly, this interview was recorded back in February of 2019, so a few months back. So you will hear some references about Valentine's Day and about the time of the year that we recorded in. So this is a great time for me to give you a quick update. I'm catching up with my backlog and I'll be doing interviews again very, very soon. I had to stop because I was making my guests wait months before their interview was released and I don't think that's cool. So I said, I'm not doing interviews until I catch up and I'm almost there. So don't worry, you will continue to listen to interviews. There's plenty that have been recorded. But if you're a guest that listens to the show and we've been in conversations, I'll be reaching out again soon. Y bueno, ahora sí, aquí está mi conversación con Beto Pérez. Sabrosura Beto, so glad to have you at Café con Pam. Café con Pam, aquí estamos. Have you listened to an episode? I have not, I'm going to be honest with you, I have not. Sorry. I know, dude. It's you had some But time. I am going to go home. No, I actually haven't had time, that's why I haven't done it. <laughs> but you, all these I've had traveling. time, I haven't made time. That's what it is. Touche, good point, good point. Okay, so Beto, tell us who you are, what's your heritage, where you come from. My name is Beto Perez, I do radio, I've been doing radio since I was 17 years old. What's your heritage? So, uh, a little bit of everything, dude. Soy mexicano, soy de Tijuana, Baja California, México. Mi mamá es de Sonora. Mi papá es de Tatatiplan, México. Tatatiplan? Tatatiplan. Tatatiplan. Cinco veces Tatatiplan. No puedo. No puedo. Tatatiplan, México. Tatatiplan está en Guadalajara, Jalisco. Ah, por allá. Es una chivista. Se abuelo. Wilson. Can't cuss on here. I was going to say abuelo, but I was like, I'm Wilson. You know what happens in iTunes? When you have one episode that's explicit, all of your episodes turn explicit. Oh, so yeah, no. Do you think they have a. No, but my listenership does. Okay. And I have a lot of moms that listen to the car. Oh, dude, shout out to the moms that listen to the car. I love moms. Shout out to the kids. I don't have kids, dude. So I was a middle school teacher for a couple of years, and I will tell you, I will tell you why I love moms. Moms always have it together. It's like, oh, dude, me pico algo and, and el pie, and boom, You're they so got good. remedies, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Or, or they'd be like, oh, sabes que, dude, no comiendo todo el día, and all of a sudden they got a full blown meal. I'm like, how did you make that out of top ramen? Right. You know what I mean? It's like a full, it's like menudo out of top ramen, like, oh, snappers. <laughs> okay, so but let's go back to your story. So, Tatatiplan, Jalisco. Yeah. And then your mom is from where? Sonora. She's Sonora. from Magdalena, Magdalena, Sonora. How okay. did your parents meet? Like, that's her a, being That's an amazing question. I don't know how they met. You know, what? I, you know I've never asked. No, no, my dad passed away 25 years ago. Okay. But my mom, I've never asked those questions. There's a lot of family questions I have not asked, and I don't why know do why. Why do you think so? I have no idea. I wish I knew why I haven't do asked. Do you think that's, I mean, because I feel like Latino culture, it's one of those things that you just don't ask family questions. Do you agree? 
I think we live more in the present versus the past. We I don't really know too, too much history. Yeah, okay. I don't know too much of my history. And my mom never liked taking pictures, so I don't. I only have like that I've ever seen baby pictures. Only like three or four exist of me. How interesting! And I don't own any of them. My sisters do. Huh. Yeah. I used to be a family photographer for that reason because I didn't have any... Were you working for like Olin Mills or like... No, I was working for myself. Oh, okay, okay. So no star shop pictures. No. <laughs> no. Okay, so you grew up in north of Mexico. Yeah. Well, it's, Tijuana, so crazy. Right? it's so crazy because Tijuana is north, but for us that live in California, it's south. It's south. I know. Oh, I pues. Know. It's like ni de ni de But how did that happen that your dad or your family, because they're not from Tijuana, so yeah. how did you make it to the north? So my mom grew up in Sonora. My grandmother moved to Mexicali and my mom worked for the government. So that, I think that's how mom ended up in Tijuana. And dad and mom, dude, that is a very strange... Well, I, go, I, need, I need to. I mean, I can call her now if you like. She was like, oh, it's a one night stand off MySpace. Off <laughs> <laughs> MySpace? Okay, so did you grow up in Tijuana or? I did. I grew up everywhere in Mexico. So my mom worked for the government and my mom had to visit other states because of her work, right? So my mom didn't fly. I've only known mom to fly one time. So she mom didn't never flies. So, yeah, she's scared of flying for whatever reason. Okay. And I love flying, which is weird. You fly all the time. Yeah. So mom would try. So we would drive to Sonora, we would drive to Guadalajara, we would drive to Mexico, we would drive to wherever, you know, uh, Morelia, wherever we went. That was to get down with mom, so... And how many of you are there? All right, so dad was married three times and he had seven seven kids with each one. So I have a total with of each one. Yeah, so I'm the last kid of the twenty first kid. Oh my gosh! So twenty siblings. I'm the twenty first. I'm the last one. Oh, so you're uh, the baby baby. Baby baby. Yeah. They said they stopped at me because I was perfect. <laughs> nah, just kidding. I said that. <laughs> no, I said that, that, that in a t-shirt. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, I'm the twenty first kid. Mom had seven kids and dad had twenty one altogether. And dad like took care of all of us. He kind of tried to make it happen with all of us to like. Where we would all hang out. So Some you of know us still all do. your siblings? Mm, for the most part, yeah. 95%. The ones that either they passed away before I was born or when I was too young. And that's the only way we didn't get introduced. The only, that I don't know the first wife. And I met the second wife, like, when I was a kid. And your mom is wife number three. three. Yeah. So three wives, seven kids with each. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And mom's a Mormon. My dad's like... I don't know if he's a Christian or a Catholic, one of those two. Okay. And so it's just a crazy, I call it, like, my family's like a campechana, you know? Very much so. So campechana. <laughs> the human campechana. So you grew up Mormon then? No, I grew up... Hip-hop? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I grew up cumbias, hip-hop, reggae, rock, and a whole lot of food. No, so I don't want to touch the religious stuff. So your mom is a Mormon not practicing, or you just um, chose not to? Yeah, I've just seen what, it, what religion costs, because my sister's a Jehovah's Witness. Like, out of the seven siblings, my sister's a Jehovah's Witness, my brother's a Christian, my two sisters are Catholic, my other brother's an atheist, literally. And so... You couldn't be any more Campechana. Dude, I know, but it separated all of holidays? us. No, that's the thing. It separated us. Because some celebrate holidays, some celebrate birthdays, some don't. Like, it separated us more than you Right, so right. I'm just normal. Like, I'm just chill. Well, I'm not normal because what is normal? But when it comes to religion, I'm neutral. Yeah, you have no religion. I, I stay away from all yes. that rhythm. How <laughs> interesting. Much. Are there any get-togethers for all of Oh, yeah, yeah. We get, I, get, I, get to, I visit mom a couple times a week. I get together with mom. Now, to get all seven of us, my, right. brother, my brother Armando, who's the atheist one, recently passed away last year from uh, lung failure. Oh, uh, he had God. water in his lungs, so he passed away. But my other brother, Javier, he lives in Sonora. Uh, one of my sisters is in Tijuana, and then the rest of my siblings live here. So we get to together often. The sad part is a lot of the times we get together when somebody's ill, which is, right. you know, yeah. not a good situation. Yeah. So, but we do get together. Okay. As so long as it's not a celebration because then people can't celebrate this and so they can't celebrate that. Yes. Okay. So let's jump into, you're 17 years old and uh, how does that happen that you start working at radio at 17? So I heard a story, but I want you to tell us. What story did you hear? That you pounded on doors until they like... That's true. I did. Yeah, pretty much so. I was 17 years old. I wanted to work in radio. You don't have a radio voice. Or have you developed it? Uh-uh. There's no radio voice. I'm going to tell you. This is it. All right. So... When people say, oh, dude, that's your radio voice, like, this is really my voice, right? right? But what makes a difference is when you smile. That's what turns your voice. So I can say, hola, Pam, como estas? Hola, Pam, como estas? Right. It changes the dynamic. I'm not changing my voice. I'm just smiling. Yes. And when you smile, it just changes everything. The tone definitely changes, and your ear can detect that. So it's that's my trick in radio. Okay. And uh, So I don't change my voice. If anything, like, sometimes if my mic is too low, then I have to up my voice, and it sounds like I'm louder, but then you don't want to sound like you're yelling. You don't talk to people right. like, hola, Pam, como estas? Oh, no, man. Just like, you know, I mean, I normally <laughs> talk like that, but. 
not on the radio, you know? <laughs> well, let's even go a year before. So you're 16 years old. What makes you say, I want to work in radio? For me, okay, so I set three goals when I was a kid. I wanted to be a teacher because my teachers, that's what my teachers embedded in my head when I was in elementary, right? And then I wanted to be in radio when I was driving back from my grandma's house in Mexicali. We were in the Romorosa and I heard this guy come on and he was like, Sí, buenas tardes, no se les olvide que esta tarde tenemos un gran concierto. And dude, like, his, his, like this dude's voice just blew my mind. I don't know right. why. And that's where it all happened. I was like, dude, when I grew up, I want to be a radio DJ. I was probably like 12 or 13. I was like, I want to be a radio DJ because nothing that what other way I want is really, <laughs> that's, that, that's okay. I swear, I promise you, okay. that's really what I'll I thought. Talk. Yeah, okay. and I, I probably said what other way I want is too, you know? <laughs> so then that's where it kind of kicked off. And then again, going back to when I was 17, I uh, called up the radio station and the dude was just like, oh, I was like almost 17. I was 16. Okay. And he's like, call me back when you're 18. So I kept calling this dude. His name is Vic. Shout outs to Vic. If he's, he better be listening. So after blowing him up, like, Probably what like three, four months. Was it? Uh, it was uh, XHRM Magic 92.5 at that time. It was the old school, no, it was an old, old school station. School so like station. Rick James, Tina Marie, Gap Band, Temptations, Brent Wood, you know, the, the good funky soul stuff. And at that time, 92.5 was just kicking off. Now it's like a, one of the number one stations. Like now it's huge. But when we were there, we were struggling. You know what I mean? Like struggling. Like okay. we didn't even have toilet paper. No, <laughs> so I called him for about three months and then he finally was like, dude, you know what? You're annoying. Call me again when you're 18. So I called but him. you one- called and you said what? I want to work here. Dude, I want to work there. Let me get a job. And then like I was just call him and like I would pray call this dude all the time and he thought it was funny but what's the story about being a stunt guy that's where it comes from so he was like well I would prank call him do you remember this stuff how do you remember I can't dude who told you this I do my research (laughs) for real yeah I like that because I never do research and I just go as is and then people I used to you know I used to do that that's why I do the questionnaire first Uh. and then some people like you don't share much on the questionnaire. They just kind of answer it. And then I do a little bit of research. I don't do a lot of research because I want to just let things flow. Right. But there are things like that Dude, that I find. Well, high five. You get it together. Hey, <laughs> Café Con Pablo gets it together. She knows what's going on. So, yes, I was a stunt guy. But what does that mean? So, I used to do all the stunts, dude. Like, so, for example, oh, and we got in trouble for this one. 9-11 happened, right? It was a one-year anniversary, a two-year anniversary. We went to Coronado Bridge. We got out in the middle of the bridge because they were doing this whole thing about, you know, high security or whatever and uh, we got out in the middle of the bridge and we got arrested um so that was one and this is work i mean you're yeah. you're representing the station. the station and we were in the workstation dude we got so much trouble uh, another petco park was being built we snuck into petco park to get a preview and we got in so much trouble for that and so, then we got trapped in petco park because we couldn't get out we got uh-huh. in but we couldn't get out so okay. and this is before it was open to the public this is right. before like this is when it was being built. yeah you were the guy that was in the streets kind of like Do, doing yeah. fun things yeah exactly fun things Slash getting in trouble. I was kind of the chile to the morning show, you know? <laughs> I was adding that spice. Um, but how does that work? Because it's, it's radio. So they would be like, okay, what's well, the best Well, it's theater of the mind. It's what? Theater of the mind. Mm. So you, you have to paint the picture. Okay. You have to paint the picture and people have to get it. And the good thing about theater of the mind is that you can make stuff up too. For sure. You could be like, oh, dude, I'm in a helicopter right now, upside down, hanging on a string. <laughs> yeah. And in reality, you're just under a ceiling fan, you know what I mean? <laughs> Whatever the hell may be. So you're 16 and he's you start calling, you start pranking him. And how do you know who to call? First of I, all? I didn't know who to call. I just called the radio station. I just got the Whoever number. Answered. Yeah, I just called. Because when I was in high, was it high school or middle school? I would always call to make dedications during noontime. I don't know. I, during what? During noontime, during like my lunch, lunch. times, they would do dedications on, it was the hip hop station at that time. I would call them and I would talk to the DJ and, and do shout outs all the time. And I was in the middle, middle school. And I was in middle school calling because I was listening in O class. Because obviously <laughs> I was in trouble. <laughs> And the DJ was, her name was Chacha at that time, the DJ. She was super cool. So she would let me get on the radio all the time. And then, you know, that's just kind of where I built up from. Okay, so he said, I can't believe you're still calling. So he told me, call me when you turn 18. I was like 17 and three fours. I called him and he hired me. He was like, you know what? You're very persistent. He's like, you're persistent and you're a hood dude that we need on here. I'm from San Isidro, man. So I'm like, I got a little bit of hood in me or a whole lot of bit of hood in me. So at that time he was like, dude, there's nobody in radio like you. So I want to bring you on so you can add that element to it. A little spice to it. Yeah, so he brought me on, and it changed my life, dude. Radio has completely changed my life. So, but this is, you're 17 years old, but then how it, that it happened that you are a middle school teacher? Connect <laughs> <laughs> um, the dots, please. By luck. <laughs> I became a middle school teacher by default, man. Shout outs to Mr. Flores, who made it happen for me. I told him, hey, man, I want to be a teacher, and, uh, you know, he's a good friend of mine. He's known my whole background, my whole story, and he said, man, I think you would be good for the kids. He brought me on board. I became a middle school teacher. I was teaching history. I was teaching elective. And uh, people always question, like, how did I not 
like go to college for all this stuff and all that. Yes. Yeah, but it was a charter school, so that was the loophole. Okay. So um, I really enjoyed being a middle school teacher. That was so one of my favorite. So you finish high school and then you start teaching middle school kids. I started teaching middle school kids when I was like 23, 24. With a high like, school diploma. High school diploma and a boil because I don't even I didn't even have honestly I didn't really have papers at that time. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, you know, anything in life you can really accomplish it. You can make it anything happen. Like whatever you want to do, you really can make it happen. There's loopholes to everything, you know. El que quiere. But, you know. So, but you also had champions. So Mr. Flores was one. Yeah, I have a real horrible memory. I don't remember the rest of the people, but he was definitely the person that influenced me that made it happen. Well, I mean, you remember his name, but do you agree that you had other people that were like kind of like pain in the path and like give it though? This is what you need to. Like, yeah. This is what you need to. No. No. No, I didn't. Okay. Honestly, I just want, it was something that I wanted to accomplish. Well, my, my elementary school teacher, if you want to give her love for it, it was just she made me pick a career and I was sold. You don't even want to know what my career was. Was it radio? No. It was what? making soccer balls for the soccer team in Mexico. That was my career choice when I was in elementary school. Okay. And my teacher was like, no, you need a real career. So my real <laughs> career, I was like, okay, well, I wanted to kiss ass to my teacher. So I was like, oh, well, I want to be a teacher. And then that's kind of where it started. And she just pushed me. That's where it happened. And okay. it was like, I need to accomplish this goal. And that's that's all it was. Like, nobody was really like, you need to be a teacher. My mom wasn't like, mom never really pushed me to become Study. a teacher. Yeah. Well, mom was always, mom couldn't help me because she went to school in Mexico and school was so much different. And mom, by then, mom was already like in her early 40s. You know, I was a little kid. I was just like, I I was just the last kid. Yeah. So what about your siblings? Do they have degrees? Like, My dude is crazy. I have a sister who has two master's degrees and works at McDonald's because she's overqualified and they won't hire her. Anywhere else? Well, they don't want to pay her what she's worth. So obviously she's got to take care of her family. So she works at a McDonald's drive-thru with two master degrees, dude. Like she went to school for like a decade and yeah, it's super crazy. That's her. My sister Beauty's went, dropped out of high school, started her own business. And then my sister Lupita went to college. My sister Gabby, what did Gabby do? Gabby just punk rock. (laughs) (laughs) And then my brother Armando, he was a hardcore biker. My brother Armando traveled every single day for like her whole entire, his whole entire life. Like he got on his motorcycle, he'd go to a town. Work for two weeks, get enough money to go on to the next city, and did that for 30, 35 years. No way. True story. And he, he was just, single. That was his life. Well, he had his wife, and that was his ride or die, dude. And she passed away like two years ago, and then my brother passed away like last year. So it was kind of. Oh, back to yeah, back. Yeah. yeah. That kind of always happens, too, right? Like, I feel like, you know, like when they're older, there's like vehicles that pass away, and then whoever's left behind passes away not too later. Quicker, yeah. 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 So even with your siblings, because you're the youngest, so they still follow different paths, and you had the master's degree, you want el ejemplo, no? El ejemplo. <laughs> from others that didn't. So did that ever cross your mind? Like, I'm going to be like, like this one or you were just like I'm, nah, I'm, I've always been the, my, my own, own little child I've always been my own little child man I've been my own little <laughs> brain I'm my own little world I, I sometimes I think I'm adopted because I'm like dude I have nothing nada que ver con mis hermanas you know like <laughs> I'm far left <laughs> that's funny <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, so you're 17 you start he says okay I'm gonna bring you on as a stunt guy mm-hmm. you start doing fun stuff uh-huh. then you get into teaching but How I was you- doing radio at night Oh, you were? I was so doing radio at nighttime and I was teaching station. during the day. So I was still doing the same. I've never stopped doing radio. I've been doing radio since I was 17 and never. Actually, I stopped for 13 months because I told the boss to eat a bowl of D-I-C-K-S's. Because? Because he deserved it. Okay. And I had to speak up. And he's still eating them because I never told him to stop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> but what did he do? It was an unfair treatment to myself and my coworkers. And it was just like, I was getting written up for something that was not like, dude, it totally makes sense. I don't, I don't want to put him on blast. Right, right, right. But so, so it was just something unfair that was happening to dude, you. Dude, hella unfair. you said, yeah. okay, deuces, I'm out. Yeah. So they were going to suspend me for 30 days because of that. It wasn't even an incident. It It boiled down to them not wanting to pay me overtime. Okay. That's what it boiled down to. And And then then you said, I'm done. No, hell no. I was like, I I tried to stand up and fight for this. And they were like, well, we had already discussed this. They didn't want to pay me for overtime. And I'm like, bro, but I worked that. Long story short. Right. So then they were like, well, we're going to suspend you for 30 days. And then I was like, dude, that's unfair. And they didn't like the fact that I talked back to them, telling them how I felt that it was unfair. So then finally, I just, the inner child in me was just like, hey, dude, eat a bowl of D-I-C-K-S's. And they're still eating them. Hey, they're still eating them. I hope you're enjoying them. (laughs) (laughs) What do you do for 13 months? Freak out. That's the most uh, valuable lessons I've ever been taught in life. Mm. I lost everything. I lost my job, lost my house, lost everything. Girlfriend. Dude, that's the most valuable lessons I've ever been taught. So it's a year and a month. 
uh, probably like somewhere around there, yeah, but I would say a year and a month. It taught me where I never want to go again. Mm. And it taught me many different things. It taught me to, you know, when to speak out loud and watch what I have to say. Not that I have a filter, but, you know, I watch what I say nowadays. <laughs> I never want to be broke again. It was the worst situation ever in my life financially. People weren't trying to hire me mm. because... Um, Reputation? No, no, I had nothing to do with reputation. It's just like I was so, so embedded into the radio station that I would never really go out of network, you know? Mm. So um, it taught me so many valuable lessons in life, dude, and it taught me where to never want to be again. How did you get back up? It was hard getting up. And, and keep in mind, I don't have, like, at that time, I didn't have papers, dude. I'm not, like, fully illegal because I came to this country legally, and I have, you know, a case pending where I can't get deported or nothing like that, but I can't get a job mm. because my social security says it's not legal to work in the U.S. So that was the hard part. Yes. You know, it wasn't so much that I couldn't work it wasn't so much that I couldn't get a job it was just that I couldn't legally work so let's take a quick break quick coffee break quick coffee break but do you drink coffee I want to be 100% honest with you the only time I drink coffee is when I'm traveling and it's probably like 15 cups of coffee my whole life maybe 20 I don't think 20 you need coffee cups of, I don't I need, <laughs> I need the opposite yeah. can you notice like I'm, yeah. I'm like yeah so coffee doesn't work for me it drives me insane and internally it just makes you want to run up hills and do jumping so it does chances. bump you up even more yeah which is not a good necessary unless you want me to entertain you then cool. <laughs> you know but. did you drink coffee when you were a stunt guy <laughs> no I didn't I actually didn't start drinking coffee like my first cup of coffee was probably like when I was like five six seven years right. old like just tried it and then Metiche with mom dude and then the Second time, I was probably like 15, and then after that, it was like after 18, like I tried a couple. But it's not even coffee coffee, it's just more like a frappuccino or something, and I like, like the flavor of a frappuccino, but mm-hmm. I don't like the caffeine, yeah. Caffeine okay. drives me crazy. Do you have a favorite drink? But yeah, horchata, homemade horchata. Really? That rose, that rose. Like you make your, do you Well, make I it? wish, dude. I actually just got the recipe from mom a couple days ago, but I don't have the appropriate tools, because I have a Nutribullet, I don't have a blender, so I don't want to like burn my Nutribullet, you know? I don't think you will. No? Okay, no. cool, then I'm trying it today. <laughs> horchata, dude, is my favorite. I like it's not even horchata, it's agua de arroz. Agua de arroz, claro. Agua de arroz is my favorite. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So on my end, I'm drinking water today. Agua. <laughs> I was the best, dude. I always became my best friend in the last couple of months. I really love water. Yeah. I used to dislike it. Really? My goals for 2018 was to turn two negatives into positives, which was I freaking hated cooking. Turn that into a positive. So now I'm like master chef in my own hood. A master chef in my own hood. And then uh, my second one was washing clothes. I dislike washing clothes, dude. And my honorary third one was drinking water. So now I drink a whole lot of water. I try to drink a gallon a day, but it's not always possible, but at least half a gallon a day. You try. Yeah. I mean, and and there's there's good, there's hella good perks to that, you know? For sure. Yeah. What have you noticed? Skin has, like, looked brighter, shinier, and more fluorescent. And then, uh, (laughs) and then I've also noticed that I'm more active. I don't know if it has to do with that, but drinking water and loss of weight for sure. And just keeping hydrated, man. 90% of our bodies made out of water. You didn't know this? I thought the globe was made out of 90% water. And our body. Our body too? Yeah. So how are we connected? To the world? Mm-hmm. Like how is, it, how is it the same same matter, right? So how is it that the... Oh, dude, I'm mind blown right now. I don't want to get into that. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> no, well, no. We're still in the coffee break. Uh, oh. <laughs> so I'm going to give a shout out to Panchitas okay. in Panchitas. Barrio Logan Barrio. in San Diego San for their Diego. best conchas. Yeah. <laughs> they have the best conchas for sure. And I'm pretty picky about my conchas because I love pan dulce. I am too. You know, I, I am a pan dulce. <laughs> I am too. Well, I, I don't need conchas now because the, they have eggs and I don't. You don't need huevos? No, I'm vegan. Oh, okay. Got you, got you, got you. Let's go back to the show. You're like, I want to get into this industry. Mm-hmm. Knock on doors. Become the stunt guy. Then you start doing radio at night. Mm-hmm. How was your first show? Like, my first show was show was horrible. I had uh, Hurricane Andrew, who's still alive, who's still who's one of my mentors. I don't know if I ever told him that, just because he's kind of cocky. Yeah, shout outs to Andrew. I didn't want to make his head any bigger, you know. Right. So, anyways, <laughs> he was one of my all time favorite DJs growing up. Listening to, I was right on after him at midnight, and I was like, "Hey, bro, can you stick around? Because I'm about to do my my first break. I'm so nervous." And he's like, "Oh, you're gonna be fine. This just got up and left." <gasps> But that's how I, I, got, I got thrown in there. You yeah. know what I mean? Did you plan it out? No. Like, you, you can't were... plan it out. Well, some breaks you can plan it out, but what's called liners, and liners is usually like, you know, uh, come out and join us this Saturday. We're going to be at Qualcomm Stadium from blah, blah, blah. That's all you have. Other than that, you have to freestyle and make it make it your own. And, okay. Uh, Andrew just, you know, he was just like, bro, you're fine. You're perfectly fine. And he just 
Well, put me on. I was on from like midnight to like six in the morning, and then. Uh, oh my gosh! I've been on the radio ever since. Are you still at that shift? No, no, no. Uh, what do I do, dude? I'm all over the place. <laughs> we know that already. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. Happy birthday, Pam. <laughs> so I'm in uh, Sacramento on V101. I'm in uh, Fresno on uh, 103.7 The B. What days? Monday through Friday, and then Saturdays and Sundays I'm on different. I'm I'm on just a bunch of different stations. So V101 in Sacramento, 103.7 The Beat in Fresno, Chaos in 105.3. I'm on Rock 105.3 in San Diego. I'm on Jamming 95.7. Then I'm in Australia. I'm on The Vibe 96.1. Then I'm on uh, the Gold Coast 105.73 Radio Metro, and then I'm in the Philippines in Canada. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Every night, every night. And so, yeah. So you were music, hip-hop, yeah? Uh, I like everything. Hip-hop, reggae, cumbias, jazz, uh, classical. I like corridos. I'm a fan of music and I'm a music connoisseur. So you were listening to music all the time? Always. Even when I'm not listening to music, I'm listening to music. In your head? In my head, always. What's They're, in your head right now? My head right now, Santeria. I don't practice Santeria. <laughs> Ain't got no crystal ball. Okay. What's in your head right now? I don't know. You might not like me after this. I don't listen to that much music. What? We're not friends. My dad's dude. a musician. What? Yeah. What does your dad play? He plays piano. That's he one plays. of my favorite instruments. Uh, pianist fingers. Pianist fingers? What does that mean? Look how big, long they are. Let me see. Oh shit, they're bigger than mine and you're like half my size. Oh, you are. You you must be an alien. Are you an alien? I'm a Scorpio. Dude, so I will tell you what I wanted to study growing up. And like, as I got older, I realized that it probably wasn't possible. I wanted to study the volcano. Volcanoes are aliens. That's true story. Okay. But. I'm not an alien. <laughs> you got alien fingers, for sure. I do. You're not that first person. <laughs> okay, so music's in your head right now. What are you curious about? What am I curious about? Mm hmm. I'm curious how they make tres leches cake because I want to know how to make it. It's not hard. You know how to bake? Yeah. I used to bake a lot, actually. What? I don't have time right now. You have time. You just don't want to. I don't make you the don't time. You don't make time. Yeah. We always have time. Touche, touche. So you're still on radio, obviously. Yep. When do you, do you think you're, you'll ever leave radio? You know, radio has changed a whole lot. Especially I, with podcasts now. Pod, especially with podcasts, especially with digital, especially with the new generation of kids that don't care for radio, that don't, you know, they, they, they listen to their iPhone, they listen to their iPod, they listen to all the streaming sites. So it's changed a whole lot, you know? Radio is still fun for me because I make it fun, mm -hmm. but it's changed a whole lot. And the older folks that are there, estorbando, you know, that, that <laughs> are just there. No, I'm coming. What you gonna do? That's people mind. They know, you know, with all the respect. But why do you say estorbando? No, it's not everybody. It's just the older folks that just there to collect the check and say, like, bro, give it up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're, you're, so they're, they're not you're, innovating. They're in high places, basically cock blocking, you know? Preventing innovation. So what and do you it's think? like the teachers, like like you know, there's there all the older teachers with all the respect. I love them because they, you know, all my teachers were old when I when I was in elementary, middle school, and they taught me the way they taught me. But now it's a different generation. Right. Now they use iPads, and and those teachers don't. They've Crazy. been using the same books since I was in sixth grade. I know. I went to go visit one of my teachers that was like super influential in my life, and she was still teaching the same like criteria that she had when I was in school. Is that possible? I mean, is it like yeah. aren't they required to like? I don't know. I'm not in teaching. Not really. Some uh, curriculums are, but not really, you know? Huh. So they're still teaching the same thing. So it's like, ah, you know? So what's the future of radio? Future of radio podcasts. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, and, and like XM Radio. Radio's always going to be radio. Like, radio's always going to be there. People want to knock on it as much as artists say it's relevant, but that's how they're getting their spins. That's how they're making their money. That's what I, was, I mean, I don't think radio will ever disappear. No, because they're, it's always going to be in your car. Correct. Yeah. And I mean, the and, new and, talent. And when everything goes, when satellites crash, when Earth goes to whatever it goes to, we're still going to have radio, you know? Mm. So think about it. Think about your cell phone. If your cell phone ever crashed, if a tower ever crashed where everything's controlled, like... Don't they recommend people having like an I have a, a landline because I'm old because I'm old radio, school, yeah. dude. I'm, I'm old school. I have a flashlight, I have analog, and I have a landline because if everything you goes, still have a landline, yeah, hell yeah. Are you, are you part of the? Like, I don't 3%? use it. No, I, I just if I, anything ever happens, I'll be okay. You know, <laughs> I have a backup car with full tank, just in case. Just in case you okay. never know, because they do they can cut whatever they want. Off it can well, it's kind of like social media, right? When they say I can't wait till they cut social media as much as I love it, because you and I would have never connected. Well, yeah, we would have connected. No, we met through IRL. Yeah. But were you in San Diego when they had that uh, blackout where the whole city went blackout? No. Okay, so there was a transformer, I guess? Is that, my, is that something? Oh, I think I was here. Yes, 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 yes. And, and the whole city went blackout. 
Yep, yep. Honestly, that was the coolest thing I've ever experienced People in such a long time. Connecting. connecting. Yes. Dude, there was neighbors that never said hi to me that actually said hello to me because yes. they wanted some of the water that I had. <laughs> <laughs> Pero, I mean, that was the means of connection. Yeah. Not so, having. So maybe I need technology. to just travel to another country and just live there if I want to, you know, because apparently I like old school stuff. But it, it's just changed. It's evolved and it's gone so fast. Mm-hmm. I was born in 83. From 83, what year are we in? Uh, 2019. From 83 to 2019, so much has changed. Well, you from know, you're the, the last generation that actually grew up with analog and moved into digital. I tell yeah. people I'm half human, half robot. True yeah. story. Any generation after 87, probably 90, they are fully digital. Sorry for you digital folks. <laughs> you guys didn't get to well, eat the like, dirt. You guys didn't get to get beat right? up. Like, you guys didn't come. Play like, with a, a fruitsi in Mexico. Fruitsi? ¿Qué es fruitsi? Nunca probaste un fruitsi. O sea, yo a mis amigos no probamos esas Ay, cosas. Claro, no, you should have. Yo a mis amigos puros raspados. <laughs> ¿Qué es un fruitsi? Un fruitsi es una bebida, es azúcar literal, es just sugar. Oh, shit. And I am like, I'm made of sugar. <laughs> you don't need any more sugar. No more sugar. No more sugar. Azuquita. De verdad es que sí, you're a musical machine. So, so tell me, we have to start closing it up. Close it. Quit. No, we can't close it. I know. There's Things should never be closed. It should be semi-cracked open. Well, we're going to have to... Part four, five, and six? Yeah. Yeah, because I can talk. Who's the most interesting person you've interviewed? I had so many. Because if you don't cut it, you're going to keep talking. Vicente Fernandez, James Brown. The most interesting person I've ever interviewed was my grandpa. Mm, good answer. Yeah. Tell me more. <laughs> no, I can't because I'm going to cut it. I'm No, uh, grandpa, man, just grandpa stories. Grandpa, dude, grandpa was actually Native American who was born here in America. And uh, his brothers got sent to war. They got drafted to war. And his dad, all his brothers got killed. And his dad didn't want him to get killed. And my grandfather's like super Native American from a tribe. So he got wow. sent to Mexico, to Sonora. And that's how he ended up in Sonora. Because they sent him to, with the Yaquis. Okay. So it was like... Tension. Yeah, the family, but that his dad wanted to, great grandfather wanted to protect him and sent him to with the Indians and the Yaquis in Sonora. And when you interview him, do you, he told you this. Well, it wasn't really like an interview, it was just a conversation, conversation. but for me, it was like, why didn't you record it? Because it wasn't awesome. any of this technology back then. My dad, my grandpa's been dead for so long, you know, it wasn't any of it. But you remember those stories, which yeah, is awesome. of course. And that's, and I have horrible memory, dude. Like, my brain goes a thousand miles an hour, so for me to remember that's like a lot. When are you gonna write a book? I am. Could you tell us what it's about? Yeah, it's about why men scared of women. Okay. So there are many reasons. Many, many reasons. You think so? Yeah, of course. Women rule, whole the world. Women rule the world. Yeah, women rule the world, and men are scared of that. And it's as simple as they're scared in many different ways. They're scared of getting their jobs taken away. They're scared of approaching a woman to ask her on a date. Men are scared of women all around. And do you think that's because of that fear of women? There are other they counterbalance the fear with being jerks, perhaps. Men are just jerks in general, dude. It's, not all. Most, 90%. Yeah? I deal with them all the time. What do you think of them? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have too many males in my circle. I, I, really? I don't. I don't. If I said if I were on the business, it's going to be female operated. No kidding. And it's not because I'm like... Are you a feminist? No, not at all. It's just like... You're not at all a feminist? Uh, women just, just get it. Like men can bend over backwards and will get shaken and broken by something. And women won't. Like they'll stick their firm. Mm. I grew up without women, dude. My sister, I have all sisters and mom, you know? Right, So right, women right. rule the world. That's all I can say. Okay. What is the book out? <laughs> dude, it's going to be work. Hopefully before I die. <laughs> Hopefully before I die. It's something that I've been doing since I was like 12, 13 years old. Okay. And I've collected people's stories and there's, I've been on this for a minute. There's only one person that knows this for a fact that I've been on this since I was a kid. And that's, well, uh, now the world's and that's one know. of my best friend, Moises. When did you discover that men are scared of women? women? Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was a kid. And you said, I'm going to... Yeah, like, let's talk about it. We're going to talk. We're going to talk. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. We're gonna, because it's, it's a fact. Are you scared of women? Um, of course. I'm always intimidated by women. Yeah? Yeah. How's that? Now, um, sometimes, you know, uh, getting uh, denied, you know, like maybe asking somebody on a date or women and, and higher power that like, you know, like I'm always intimidated by women. Not in a bad way. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Okay. It's a different conversation than you would have with the guy. So it's a different approach. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. We could elaborate a little bit. We're not. We're not going to get into that. But then I want to tell you my book. I don't want to tell you my book. For sure. For sure. Okay. So sometime in the next couple of years, it's going to be out. Yeah. Hopefully before I pass away. And if I pass away before that happens, then uh, there's only one charge. person. There's only one person that knows. Well, that's good. You know what's crazy about Do you ever think about death? Are you scared of death? I'm not scared of death, but I do think about what, what would happen if tomorrow I don't wake up. The craziest part is that you're closer to death. Than right you are now, to life, yes. Than you are when I pulled up to here. Mm. When we started this podcast, that was 56 minutes ago. You're 56 minutes closer to death. Yes. 
Are you scared of death? No, no, you can't be scared. That's the only once you're born. That's, that's the only promise you have. That's only. Well, I don't know. I'm not here for that. I'm here for the ice cream, for the conchas, for the good times. I don't, I'm not here for death. You know what I mean? But, but, but it, no, it's, it's something that you accept. You have to accept it. It's gonna happen. Yeah, Pam, have you ever tried drugs? No. Oh. Promise, no. I tried weed. Okay. Is a that a drug? Times. I don't think it's a drug, but at the time it was okay. considered. But it made me very paranoid, and so I was like, ah, I'm not. Paranoia got the best of you. Okay. Paranoia got the best of me. So then after that, I'm like, no. And I, I've never been attracted to the effects. And like, I've hung out with a lot of people that do try drugs. I've been in spaces full of drugs many times. I've seen it all, but it's not something that I'm like. Open to no, it's not that I'm not open to it. I just don't feel like I need it. Yeah. Well, like, you know? This is, okay. I respect I, it. I just want to know, because I just want to see if you're, you know, uh, that's where you get your brain expansion from. No, but Not I that you have to try drugs. drugs. Now, you think you have to try drugs, but I'm just saying. I think I use a different kind of ex- brain expansion, which and is that's like meditation. And- meditation is amazing once you learn how to, like, really meditate. I, I've meditated for my time span is horrible, dude. I, I cannot stay still. I cannot like I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> but, I think we like, have. Yeah, I've attempted meditation for a good like twenty minutes, and it's worked for me. Twenty minutes. Yeah. That's a solid. I time. do. I have my own meditation. My own meditation is going on a hike and standing on the top of a mountain for as long as I can, and that's meditation. My mind is always constantly working and always constantly something in my head. There's my head is never quiet. Mm. So. But that's why meditation is so good for people like you. Like my mind is always running, probably at like twenty miles an hour less fast than yours is, but still yeah. always running. And so one of my meditation teachers said, "You have to quiet the mind so you can hear it." Oh, interesting. I turn my TV off and uh, my lights, and I just chill in the dark every day for at least an hour. Like, no social media, no nothing. That's my meditation. I don't close my eyes at home. None of that. <laughs> you know, but I, I just chill out. Well, even for someone like you, maybe you could try moving meditation. Moving like tai meditation? Chi. What is moving meditation? Well, like... Oh, like, you move your whole house. Yeah, I got to see that. I'm like, oh, she told me moving meditation, bro. Like, you know, sacalo, metalo, sacalo, metalo. What is moving like, meditation? you can even walk and meditate. Oh, okay. You could, you know, like Tai Chi is one of the practice that you could do, you could do where your body is, because typically what happens is that your brain is so fast that you can't sit still because you're trying to like, for some people, it's a good thing. For some, it's a curse. For me, it's kind of a curse because I'm chill. So my body, my body, my movements, I'm chill. But internally, I'm like constantly moving, constantly shaking. And, it, and my body and my brain never agree to each other, ever. Huh. And when they do, it's like the most peaceful thing ever, which is rare. Okay. Yeah. Does that happen when you meditate? Meditation is kind of, it meets me like 60-40. Like 60% still wild, 40% chill. What other practice do you have? Gym do, definitely works out. Run in. Quiet time is my favorite. Meditate. That could be considered meditation. Working out. And when I go to the gym, like that's probably the only time I'm a jerk. So if you guys ever see me at the gym and I don't talk to you and I don't wave or I don't like, dude, I literally because my legal name is completely different than my radio name, right? Not you're radio, not Alberto Perez. No. Okay. That's my middle name, Alberto. Ah. Okay. So you know, as Mexicanos, always have right. that. Always yeah, have that. Jose Alberto, Luis Alberto, Mario Alberto. You know, we always had that first. The novela name. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> literally, when people have approached me at the gym. I'm like, oh no, that's my brother. And we like, Shut no, up. and we like, no, that's you. I'm like, and I pull out my ID, and my ID, look, it's completely different. Wait, let me see that picture. Oh my dreads. What oh, happened with the dreads? I love the dreads, dude. Why did oh, they go? God. The dreads had a go. I saw some things with it, and I was like, huh? my dreads. Oh, here, let me see. I might have a picture. My dreads were like so long. long. I know, I longer saw than them. an extension cord. Let I me saw see. them. How long did you I have? Know. So I started growing them when I was 18, and I told myself that I wasn't going to cut them until I accomplished goals. Okay. So I accomplished all my goals except one, but I was okay with that goal that I didn't accomplish because my mindset was different at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a financial goal. And money is not everything. Anymore. Yeah, money is not everything. Okay. But at that time, it was di- it was a different mindset. Right. You know? But look, these are my dreads. The longest and one is definitely to my ankles. Knee. Oh my god, but your ankle. Holy. Yeah. Trippy. So when I turned eighteen, I was like, I'm gonna let my hair grow. I'm not a hairy dude. Like I don't shave my arms or nothing like that. Right. I'm just not a hairy dude. Yes. So I told myself it was a daily reminder to work harder. It doesn't make sense to anybody else, but it makes sense to me. And it did. You you made it happen. Yeah. They were so heavy, dude. I still have neck pains from it. People always ask me. To this day, I still haven't told people I cut it. So there's people that run into me like. Like, oh snap like you could and then I got this elementary school kid haircut you know what I mean I, I like the dreads Benito Juarez Benito Juarez no <laughs> anything but Benito Juarez dude you could have no manches la vaca la vida dude no 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 
dude. Somebody told me this, and it really bugged me, dude. Somebody was like, hey, man, I really like your corporate haircut. And that bugged the living crap out of me. Like, somebody at work, it bugged me, dude. I don't know why it bugged me so much, but it bugged me. I went home, and I was like, really, I really wanted to cut my hair. This was like this two, three, yeah, this is like two, three, two, three weeks ago. So I went to my barber, and my barber wouldn't let me cut it. No uh, kidding. Yeah, he was like, bro, your hair looks good. He's like, you, 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 it grows nice. And I was like, all right, dude, but I really went to cut it that day. Huh. Yeah. Something about corporate that itches me, although I work for corporate. But kind of. I mean, there's a lot of... But my, my dreads also was a part of, like, fuck corporate. Mm. Because they want that pretty mm. picture. They want that pretty billboard kid. Mm. You know what they would do? They would honestly crop my picture out. True story. They had, like, a, a bus on the bus uh, billboard thing, and they literally cropped my dreads off. They literally cropped them off. Did you ever ask? No, because I knew what time it was. Mm. But I laughed it off, you know? Okay. I know I know where I'm at. I know, I know what situation, you know, I got myself into. But as long as you're aware. Yeah, always. Okay. Yeah. When did you come? Uh, August of 2017. How do you feel? <laughs> do you miss them? Uh, of course. It's a whole different energy that can't be explained. Mm. It's energies, dude. For sure. Energies. Energies, energies. I buried one the other day, so my goal is to bury. I have about 35, 40 dreads, and I have them in a bag. I haven't opened up that bag. The one that I buried, I just happened, I found it, and I buried my very first dread, but my goal is to bury dreads in places spread around the world. Okay. So that's what's the symbolism? Just spread myself around the world. Okay. Yeah. Every time that something happens? Or? No, just where, where I feel like, where I feel it's appropriate, where I feel the energy, basically. Like, what energy, where I buried my first dread, the energy took me there. I didn't, like, it wasn't planned, there wasn't nothing. And if I told you what happened, from there to there, you'd be mind blown, but I'm not. Why? You can't I can't share this because that. this is internal. This is okay. Uh, so this are you is a, it was it uh, definitely yes. It was a very uh, intense situation in life. One other person shared that with me. We will keep that person uh, anonymous. Anonymous, but it was a mind blowing experience. Okay. Something else. Okay. Something else. So in the beginning, we talked about the multiple religions that your mm-hmm. family practices, but now you said that you're spiritual. So you- spiritual for me means neutral. I guess like I just believe that there's energies, universe out there. Like we're all made of. But I feel like you do listen to your intuition. You do. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you, you, you I are, trust myself. Yeah. I trust myself. Yeah. So there's some level. Then you do meditation. There's yeah. some level of spirituality there. But is that that's not religious? Not at all. Perfect, because you'd have to be freaking out and be like, no more meditation, no more. <laughs> and yeah, then I'm out of here. Thank you. Oh, no. Thank you, baby Jesus. I love you. You know. <laughs> no, that's what I said. That's why I. Asked and and I will go to church. I'm not gonna like melt. But I haven't been sure. to church since I was like 14. You know, I'm 35. Not so even for weddings. I, your friends are getting married. I went to a baptism. That's it. Not the Ah, uh, you know what happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what happened was <laughs> I ate all the ostias and is it what they're called? Right, the ostias, the little dude. Those are actually pretty good. <laughs> so, what's next for Beto? What's next? A whole lot of traveling, new ventures. I want to become a pilot. That's my five-year goal. My five-year goal was to become a pilot. So, hopefully, y'all see me flying and not on drugs, <laughs> flying on an airplane. Okay. Yeah. So, why do you want to fly? I travel a lot. So, I've really been intrigued by the way the aerodynamics work. I guess mm. and I also want to see for myself if the earth is flat no, I'm just kidding <laughs> okay <laughs> I don't think you need to fly to it, see that no no dude do you think the earth is flat I don't think so you pause fam you pause well I mean I had to think about why you were asking me that question but I think it's flat okay alright flying is definitely something I want to do there's still people that think that the earth is flat by the way crazy huh I mean, when you asked me, I was like, that's the I, thought I, that came to me. I was like, there's still people that think that Earth is flat, so I wonder if he's one. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> and so if I would have said the Earth is flat, would you agree with me? No. Oh, okay, okay. It, it could be semi, like a little bit, but not like... Well, I mean, it's like, not completely like... It's, it's sphere. not a sphere, but it's not a perfect sphere. Yeah, so it's like this right here. Like, it's round, right, but it's still flat on top. No. No, okay, okay. No. So it's constantly it's constantly shaped like that is what you're saying? It's not a perfect circle, but it is round. Do you believe in aliens? I wouldn't call them aliens. What would you call them? I would say that the energy it's everywhere and they're okay. you know, they're like living beings. Well, I have to tap into that because that's interesting. I've never heard that answer before. Huh? So yeah. We should do like three more interviews. We have so many topics. So we we're have, like, okay, we'll talk about I'm, it later. I'm a, I'm a scatterbrain and I can talk, so it work, it works out. Like well, it's hard for me to keep up with No. I, I am a scatterbrain too, so... We're Scorpios, dude! What the hell? I I know. What year were you born? 85. Oh, damn, you're old. Just kidding. I'm like, you're older than me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, seen you, I just wanted to see that look in your face, man. Women get so offended when you call them old. And, I don't and care. It, Actually, I embrace my Yeah, age. you have to. Dude, I was tripping about these, like, canas that I have, because I never had canas until I, I got my, my dreads. And you have to. I love my canas. Hello. So, where can people find you? You guys can find me. My Instagram is at Cali Burrito. My, no, and you're what? private. Why are you private? It's Haters, private because it's crazies out there. Creepers. Dude. Creepers. Like male or women? Just creepers. 
It's not bad. It's just creepers. Really? Yeah. So I've just been paranoid. Maybe they don't even exist anymore. I've just been paranoid. Working at radio, dude, like, there's some creepers out there. Yeah? Yeah. What's the craziest thing? That's ever happened because of radio? The creepy thing, yeah. I, there's been many, but I will tell you this. True story. I went to go eat at a restaurant and I was invited by a friend who picked me up. We went to this restaurant and this dude was sitting there staring at me for about an hour. I don't know what the hell was going on. It gets me all aggravated. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what was going on, dude. Anyways, so he was literally like staring. staring at me. So they were sitting on the table, right? Like a long table like this. I was on this side. He was here. And there was people here and there was people there, right? So he was staring here and I was sitting there. And he was staring at me, dude. And I was like, I don't know. Like I've never seen it. Yeah, like that, like this. I don't know what was going on. I didn't know like anything, you know? Like I don't have beef with people. I don't have issues right. with anybody. You know, I've never chill. seen him. I've never seen him. Okay. Anyways, about 30 minutes into it, I go to the restroom. I have two dudes roll up in there. One dude's holding the door. Another dude has a gun to my head. <gasps> True story. One dude has a gun to my head, the other dude's closed, like, locked the bathroom. He's like, hey, man, I just want you to know that there's somebody here that doesn't like you. You better get going before we kill you. True story. What? Yes, dude, true story. So I'm like, okay, what the hell? I go back, I sit down, and I'm like, I don't know how to tell my friend that, like, we got to go. Right. So I sit there, and they were telling me to go, like, now. Right. And I was like, uh, waited, like, 10, 15 minutes, and I played it off. They were like, all right, dude, let's go. We, like, I got to go home, you know? At this time, I was probably just 21, because I, I remember taking a shot that day. I was probably 21, maybe 22. I can drink. I don't really, yeah, I don't really drink. But So anyways, get up. God, now I'm leaving. Now I'm going to the parking lot, dude, and this one has an AK threatening me. Like, he's going to kill me. I did my research. I did my... Like What's AK, a like a, one of those big oh, like guns. Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm like, what the hell, dude? And I didn't, and know, I didn't, I didn't know where it came from. I didn't know what it was about. After doing my research and finding out who dude was, finally got to him to say what happened. He wouldn't tell me. He told whoever he told. It got back to me, and um, he said that that I was hooking up with his wife. Wow. So this is what happened. His wife won tickets from my radio show, and he put two and two together. And it had and nothing to do. I never met his wife. I didn't know who the hell his wife was. So that had, is crazy. I had nothing to do with that. Like, absolutely nothing. Like, right, I would have right, gotten right. killed over I wouldn't even know why I got killed. Correct. True Ooh. story. They weren't playing. Like, dude had an AK. The dude had a freaking gun to my head while I was using their urinal. That's True insane. story. Oh. So if that doesn't make you think about things, you know, I'm on a hip hop station where people are very sensitive to their art, you know. So I just have to monitor who's watching. Basically, mm. not that I have anything to hide or nothing that like it's just you know you, you got to be careful, man. Who's be your favorite artist right now? Oh, I have so many. Oh, old or new? Both. Right now, I'm really listening to Metallica a lot. Really? Yeah, I love Metallica. Metallica is one of my all-time favorites. But, but I've been listening to them a lot. And uh, Vince Staples is dope. There's so many dudes. Uh, ASAP Rocky. <laughs> there's ASAP Rocky. There's Big Sean. Like, when, when it comes to the hip-hop stuff. You know, I, I still like the good old Erica Badu. Sade is one of my all-time favorites, too. I've been really into Sade the last couple months. I don't know why. Hmm. Maybe because February is coming. It's Valentine's Day. Nah, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> What do you do for Valentine's Day, Pam? I think it's a silly holiday. It's a, why is it a silly holiday? So it's Christmas? Kind of. I mean, it has a little bit more meaning. It's more family time. So is, uh, so is Christopher Columbus. That's definitely That's silly. That's really silly. Okay. All right. That makes no okay. sense. Well, you see Valentine's Day as silliness, is that? Well, I think it's more like a Hallmark holiday than... It's a Hallmark? Hallmark holiday. Okay. Than an actual... What is the Mexican Hallmark? No, I... That should be it. No, I... <laughs> No, I. That should be it. No, I. No, I. Cartas. Oh, that's kind of creative. Tarjetas. Uh, no, hay tarjetas. Yeah, no, I. Tarjetas. Ah, oh, okay. Señoras y señores, por solamente tres pagos de nueve noventa nueve agarrarás tú. No, hay tarjetas. Y si los marca ahorita te regalamos cuatro. Sí, 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 for sure. Oh, can I tell you a secret? I really. You're gonna share secrets with me? That's pretty deep, Pam. Okay. Just a little one. Okay. I really wanted to work in radio, so that's why I started my podcast. Dude, radio is easy, but it's hard. It's either you have it or you don't. That's all it is. Touche, but I also realized that it was it was working for someone else, and I don't want to work for someone else. Yeah, so. always. Yeah, yeah. But podcast, still, you're working for somebody else? No, this is my podcast. I produce it. I do everything. Where do you share it? On iTunes. But I don't have them telling me what I can or oh, cannot share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't have uh, radio. Doesn't, they really don't tell me what. Like that's something that they like and dislike about me that they can't really tell me what to do, how to do it. I just kind of do it. Like, we're having an issue right now where I created uh, a challenge, and everybody disapproved it, and I still did it. Oh. Yeah. You're so, the rebel child. Not rebel. It's just what makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But What's yeah, a challenge? I have a rebel in me. <laughs> I know you do. But, but yeah, dude, I, I definitely like fighting the, the corporate system. I, you know, it's okay. Like that, that, that was a secret that I want to share. What? 
dude. We can make it happen, dude. You want to come to the radio station today in 2020? 2020. 2020. 2020. 2020, dude. Remember when Y2K was around? I wonder what they're going to do in 2020. But I don't think there's anything saying that 2020 did. Oh, dude, I'm going to create it. I'm going to be like, so scared. So now I'm going to have to telephone, no have agua. President Trump, your favorite. Dude, I heard President Trump was your favorite. I was going to say, girl, stop. Girl, stop. Girl, you know it's true. You're not. But you know about 2019? Think about that, right? So what are you going to say? You're just welcome to the 20? Right? Year 20? Year 20, dude. That sounds so futuristic. That sounds like the Jetsons. I might go right now. I can't do it. I don't know if I can enter 2020. So 2019. Oh, snap. I'm going to stay in 2019. I can't do 2020. What's 2019 for you? Do you have a word for 2019? Yeah, life. Amazing. Do you do resolutions, goals? I don't do resolutions because my year doesn't start when everybody else doesn't start with the Gregorian calendar. My year starts when I start writing my plans for the following year. That's when it started like in August or October of 2018. Okay. So, like I follow the Gregorian calendar because obviously I have to get with everybody else. Right. But I don't internally. Mm. Um, I also don't have a clock in my house. I don't have a watch because I dislike time controlling me. Mm. I have issues with that. Mm. And I also don't have mirrors at home because it just... Yeah. Not one mirror. Well, obviously, because you have to shave and like, right. I, I mean, like, yeah. Yeah. That's all, that's obviously for th- that purpose, but not to be like looking at it and like, oh, what I'm gonna wear, nothing. Like, I just put on. I feel like it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Okay. I don't have clocks at home. I definitely don't have clocks. And if I have a watch, it's because I just like it. But it's not like because I'm following it. Time. Mm-hmm. So how do you get to places? Whenever I get there. You got here on time. Well, that's because I... I was late. <laughs> no, that's because, like, I have a set time for that. You know, like, work. I'm always to work on time. I'm never late to work. Not that nothing else is not important, but when it's something that I have to be there on time for, I will be there on time. And I'm usually there, like, early, you know? But if it has to do with my own pace, with my... Like, if I'm like, oh, today I have a plan to get a haircut, and, uh, you know, i got to go pay these bills and do all that, like... I'll get there when I get there. Okay. So, so you don't worry about traffic? No, nah, I don't worry about anything. I, I like long roads. I don't mind being stuck in traffic. I take life. I enjoy life because life is very valuable, precious, and important to me. I like and, that. And I like my surroundings. Like, I didn't have a phone until I was like 24. Nice. I didn't, uh, yeah, I just didn't. I don't. But I can't you know. I stay, I stay away from my phone and, and dislike texting. Like, if you want to talk to me, you can call me. Nice. I prefer to hang out, but I'll take, I'll take that. You're an extrovert for sure. Extrovert? Yes. But. So we were getting to this conversation because we were going back. So what happens is like I'm an introvert, but because of my work, I have to be extrovert. So it's it's a constant battle. Okay. Have you done a personality test? No. What is that? Well, there's a lot, but it's like you're bipolar as hell, bro. Like, no, <laughs> no. what is bipolar? No, but I think I mean maybe you're. Why do you say that you're an introvert? Because I like to chill by myself. I like I entertain myself. I don't ever need anybody. I like chilling alone. I like my quiet, my peace, and I keep things to myself. But then, because of work and what I do, I have to be like pumped up externally. Like, ah. and you get depleted afterwards. Like you have to go home and like recharge by yourself. Mm, sometimes I don't have to recharge because I'm always charged up. That's the issue. I'm high voltage. Mm. But yeah, I like I enjoy my alone time. I really enjoy life. So you might be, you might be a. So what's the half and half? What is, what is half and half? There's a name, but I don't know it. We're already way past our time. Way past our time. Oh, dude! Wow. This is supposed to be a 45 minute conversation. Oh, well, sorry. You can split it into fours and fives. <laughs> All right. Well, we won't take up your time. But like you said, there's no time with you, so maybe there that's is. Why it. That's the issue, though. Like I, I never rule on time. You know, sometimes people get offended because they say, you know, I don't consider the time. It's not that I don't consider the time. I'm just uh, going with the flow. Not bound by time. So, do you have a mantra or a quote that you live by? Yeah, those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. Dr. Seuss. Nice. <laughs> like that. And do you have a remedio? A remedio. Oh, dude, always. I have tons of remedios. That's all I believe in. I don't like medicine. I don't take medicine. I won't take a pill. I refuse, like, to take pills. Whatever right now, I'm dealing with uh, ear aches. So, my right oh, ear, right, my right so ear, my right ear, I can't hear anything. Like, completely anything. So, you tea, know what? tea oil. Tea oil and if you know anyone who's breastfeeding milk breastfeeding milk but like fresh yeah I heard that works I've never tried it but I know that works also what can work too is uh, vinagre y rubbing alcohol that works also warm compression have you gone check that yeah, I went. this is my very first time ever going to the uh, urgent care. And the only reason I went is because it's my ear and this is what I do for a living. Right. So it was 
that was concerning, you know. But other than that, I normally wouldn't. Like I, oh, I, I fight my own battles. Like when it comes to like health issues, like which I hardly ever get sick. Dude. Like I don't really get sick. But when I do, it's always home remedies. Nice. Yeah. Stay away from the pharmaceuticals, man. I agree. It's stay away from the pharmaceuticals, man. Any last thoughts that you want to say? Any last thoughts? Oh, I have so many thoughts. I know. That's <laughs> what I was afraid of asking. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know. So you gave us an Instagram. We talked about We find you uh, Cali Burrito. You can find me next. You can find me at any Love That Neighbor events coming up. You can find me at your local Swami. You can find me at Phil's Barbecue eating some barbecue. You can find me at your favorite concha place. You can find me at the park. You can find me walking down the street. And they can listen to you. And you can always listen to me Monday through Friday. If you're in San Diego, Jamma 95.7, you can check me out on Rock 105.3 Afternoons. If you are in another country and you're on a different time zone, you can check me out in Australia Wednesday nights, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. You can check me out in... Um, the Gold Coast Thursday mornings, 7 a.m. to noon. And you can check me out also on uh, in Sacramento V101. You can check me out in Fresno 103.7 The Beat. You can check me out on K-Ocean Monday through Friday, 7 to midnight. And you can check me out. I may have forgotten one station or two stations somewhere around there. Is there a streaming service, like somewhere where they can stream it? Or um, yeah, there is. You guys can check me out on SoundCloud. You guys can check me out on iTunes. You can check me out on YouTube. And you can check me out um, Sound Exchange. You can check me out under I Got the Fresh Friday Show. I also have, which is a syndicated show that I have with Dennis Blaze. Dennis Blaze is one of the pioneers of the West Coast movement when it comes to remixes. When it, He's one of the OGs. I also have The Block Party with uh, The Kid Reckless. And uh, Kid Reckless is based out of Atlanta. That's a syndicated show, a mix show that we do, and we showcase a lot of talent that's not exposed yet. And that's my second show. And then my third show is The Hot Spot with DJ Jam. DJ Jam is the originator of the West Coast movement when it comes to hip-hop. He's an official Dog Pound member. He's OGDPG. He's part of uh, Warren G's original camp. He's part of Snoop and Dr. Dre. He's been with Snoop and Dr. Dre literally since day one. And uh, him and I have a syndicated show around the world. And uh, yeah, DJ Jam is... Dude, you gotta do your history on DJ Jam. Do I? Yeah, DJ Jam is... DJ Jam. Should we bring him on the show? He's super cool. DJ Jam, I love you with all my heart, bro, but you're kind of boring when it comes to interviewing. <laughs> Keeping it real. But he's got so much history. Yeah. But he talks like this. Like, oh, yeah. You know, dude. Yeah. Mm. You got to add some personality to it. That's why he's on the turntables and I'm the, I'm the DJ. Uh, uh, I'm That's why that happens, man. But I love DJ Jam, man. There's so much history. And he's got hella history. Like, people won't even know. Well, I guess we could say this. So he was with Biggie when Biggie got shot. Like, literally, he was with Biggie when Biggie got shot. Biggie was in California to work on a mixtape because there was only two mixtape DJs that were doing it, which was Dr. Dre and DJ Jam were the only mixtape DJs doing that stuff. So Biggie came to California to end his beef and say, hey, dude, everything is cool. We have no beef with the West Coast. It was There was really no beef. Like, Biggie always explains that he had no beef with the West Coast. Mm -hmm. And people don't even know that that Diddy and, like, Snoop and all those, they were always been cool. Like, they never had beef. It was a death row Tupac thing. Yeah. You know, people think like Tupac, Thug Life, like this super hood dude, but like Thug Life mean it's an acronym for the hate you give infants F everybody. Mm. That's the acronym for Thug Life. Mm. They missed the L. Yeah, something there. It's the hate you give little infant fucks everybody. There you go. That's what it means. That's the acronym of Thug Life. So it ain't Thug Life like I'm going to get out of my car and gangbang on you. Right. So anyways, that's a short story. So he was with Biggie when Biggie got shot. Long story short, Biggie wanted to come to the West Coast to clear everything up. So he did a mixtape, but he never got to release it. It's an official mixtape with Biggie rapping on West Coast beats. On Murder Was The Case, nothing but a G thing. And he's freestyling over all that, trying to end his beef. And he got shot that night. And what happened to the mixtape? I'll show you on YouTube. It's on, it's oh, called, it is out? It's it called, is on well, it's not out, but on YouTube, like I found a snippet. It's called The N-Word, Do What The N-Word Do. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So it's N I G G A S do what N I G G A S do. Huh. So. But it's not fully complete. Mm, Jam, I'm sure, has the full version of it, but you can find that on YouTube. So if y'all want to do some research, that is some West Coast history, that is some San Diego history, and Biggie never had beef with a West Coast. And Contrary to Park. And the story is that Park actually shot his testicle. The story is that he was getting robbed and he tried to pull his gun out and the safety clip wasn't on and he accidentally shot his testicle. It's a fact that he's got a missing testicle, right? So that's what it was. Like he panicked, he tried to get his gun out, he shot himself and then he tried to make it an East Coast, West Coast thing. Huh. Because, I don't know, whatever reason, he probably didn't want to be like, oh dude, I shot myself, you know? <laughs> right. That's So that's that. Anyways, you huh. find me out with any of those shows. My name is Beto Perez. I appreciate y'all sharing your time. Uh, thanks for hanging out with Pam. Listeners, stay shining. Sabrosura pa' ti que qué.
Alright, listeners, what do you think? I really hope you laughed with me and got inspired with this interview. Go listen to Beto. Let him know you found him through Cafe Con Pam. If you are in San Diego, he is super involved in the community and you can definitely meet him in person. One of the things that I hear from guests all the time is they love hearing from you and they love hearing that you found them through Cafe Con Pam. They really love that and they, they always come back with like, oh my gosh, one of your listeners reached out. So please reach out. Don't be shy. They really love hearing from you. Let me know what you think of this interview. Don't forget to screenshot it and tag me. I love, love, love hanging out on Instagram and getting your, your screenshots when you listen. Share this episode with a friend. You never know. You really never know who might need to hear this. And sharing is caring, right? So that's also a great way to help me promote the show and allow more people to get touched by our stories. I'm so grateful you chose to gift me with this hour of your time. And one last request, you can also review the show on iTunes or Apple Podcast. Your reviews give the show visibility and credibility. When I am talking to other people about the show and trying to bring in potential sponsors and other listeners even. So that is a huge, huge, huge help. And I'm so, so grateful. And speaking of being grateful of your reviews, let's go and read the review of the week. This one is called Un Cafecito Después. And it's by HAP277, HAP277. And they say, once you start listening, you are hooked. The topics are so relevant. The guests, very interesting. When the episode is ending, I'm always talking to my phone. No, what happens next? <laughs> Thank you, HAP277. Your review made me smile so much. I read it and I was like, oh, me too. <laughs> Sometimes I... I really want to keep talking to the guests and learn so much more about them because every single one of them has some goodness to share. Now, the good thing of each episode ending is that the following week, you'll learn about a new person and a new story. So thank you so, so much for listening, for your review, and thank you so much for being here today. Big, big shout out to HAP277. If you are HAP277, send me a DM. I'll love to send you a Cafe Con Pam sticker. Let's start doing that. Why not? And thank you so much to my Patreon supporters. Oh my goodness. I love you to the moon and back and three times all the way to Pluto. In fact, I have a bonus episode with Beto and I'll be uploading that to my Patreon supporters because it's so fun. I had to cut it to keep it under the one hour and frankly, Beto and I can talk about all the things at the same time we really can have a conversation of 15 things in one sitting. So I wanted to keep things streamlined with this episode, but I have a bonus. 10 minute, it's a shorty, but goody, it's funny too. And I'll be uploading that for my Patreon supporters shortly. If you want to learn how you can become part of the Cafe Con Pan podcast community, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash Cafe Con Pan podcast. Don't forget to follow at Cafe Compound Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Join the Support Brown Podcast Facebook group. Listeners, as always, so happy that you're here. And como siempre, stay tuned.